Hello, you're listening to an unlocked bonus Patreon episode of Who Watches the Watch. Um, we just thought it'd be fun to unlock one of these every now and again, so you can get a taste of what you can get if you donate to our Patreon. So, yeah, enjoy the episode. Alrighty then. Alrighty then. It's pretty funny how long, top me. Uh, how long our mantid drums ended up being, by the way. <laughs> Well, I think it's because we like to talk to each other. Yeah, it's almost like we are <laughs> friends. <laughs> that might be the thing, yeah. Like, we we talk more to each other if we can just talk about anything than if we, like, yeah, have, a, have a specific thing to talk about. Like, there you yeah. run out at one point. But if you if we don't, we're just going to trail off to anything. Yeah, so, I don't know. <laughs> if this stays in the episode and you're listening and you have some input on how listenable the mended drums have been and if you want them shorter maybe yeah do you want us <laughs> to like longer, stick to like let three us know. Epis- like three topics or something for each mended drum I don't yeah. know um, if you want us to do like a three hour long mended drum <laughs> you can also then do you, that you can I don't edit want it. to do a three hour mended <laughs> drum because I'm oh we're just putting it up unedited <laughs> Oh, right. I mean, you know, just raw. I saw that's mm. that's what they do on Treecast. So I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I guess I do that because sometimes I'll crack a joke and then no one laughs. And so what I do is when I'm editing it, is I remove that silence. Yeah, no, I do that all yeah. the time. Um, yeah, me too. I do that with everyone's jokes, though. It's it's equal Good. opportunities. Um, or if someone's like, I don't know, if someone said something awkward or like got confused then i i cut it so that they seem smooth and coherent yeah, yeah. it's normally like me well. um, yeah, <laughs> yeah so I... what's this what's what's this series called again l space What's up, gamers? Welcome back to the L Space. I should say, what's up, readers? Um, this is this is what's up, bookworms. Oh no, that's awful. <laughs> Welcome back to L Space, which is our Patreon bonus content where we discuss um, self-published. I don't know. Are we just doing Bella Forest? Maybe we'll go into more books. Maybe so we far, yeah. yeah. I think for the next, for the foreseeable future, we might only do Bella Forest, but. Mm-hmm. This Who is knows? a Bella Forest cast. It's so yeah. sad that we have a whole podcast about her books, then she'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's really sad, actually. <laughs> yeah. The one woman. One woman uh, wonder. Mm-hmm. The one we'll person. Know about this. Who... So this this past, like, two, three weeks, we've been reading Dark Light, which is um, the first book in another one of Bella Forest's many, many series. Mm-hmm. Um Dark light vampires, you know, Twilight knockoff, kind of in the cover. Yeah, but, um, but not very similar in the content. No, not at mm. all. <laughs> yeah, it almost feels like uh, like one person who may or may not be better for us, like wrote a vampire novel, and this was the most effective way to sell it. Yeah, yeah, it's like the aesthetics of a knockoff, but it's actually like not a knockoff. No, it's its own thing. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's its own it's... really weird thing. It's pretty weird. Um, yeah, I will, yeah. I, I don't know to how to say we, about this book. I I feel like we need to like structure this in a way that we can first talk about like general stuff, plot stuff, maybe the Goodreads reviews, uh, mm-hmm. and then 
and then get into the weird fucked up themes because there's like some stuff <laughs> this is kind of a tough book to discuss honestly because yeah. trade of vampire was just like ton of bad awful mm. stuff badly written badly you know whereas this is competently written this is pretty yeah, competently this is pretty written, good with, yeah. with some exceptions i think i it's, think but it's engaging in a way that I think Shade of Vampire wasn't. Yeah. It I wouldn't necessarily call I'm... it engaging, but it was. <laughs> it's more engaging than Shade of Vampire, for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's not a very high bar is the issue. I think because um, I listened to the audiobook for this, which I, yes, I love an audiobook. I always get more engaged in a book if it's an audiobook. I'm not sure why I think it's just... I think because it's taken at a slower pace, and I think if I'm reading something, I tend to go a bit fast sometimes. Yeah. Uh, whereas yeah. in this, I felt like I was being forced to take in every single detail at <laughs> like a much slower pace. Yeah. Not to mention, um, the, one of the characters in this book is um, Scottish. And mm-hmm. um, when hiring what? whoever did the, the voice... Oh, the I, have some, book, I have some stuff on her. Okay, good. But when, you know... Uh, that this this uh, voice actor cannot do a Scottish accent. So yeah, regarding time... that, <laughs> regarding that, uh, because I also listened to the audiobook, and I will say it was very helpful to me. She did an okay job at making like I don't want to shit on this person too much. Her name is Stacy Glamboski. Uh, she is a real person, and she has like a website. No, because I I looked at her website and she's done, she's done like a ton of work. Uh, this is the only like Dark Light is the only Bella Forest series she's done. Okay. But she has also done like books by or just click on the audiobook section on her website because I, I want to read some some of the uh, the guest book feedbacks that she got. But she also did books by other similarly real authors such as Mackenzie Hunter, Mark Goodwin, Rebecca Road, The Numbers Game. Ooh. I'm loving okay. this, uh, the Princess Games book that she read. That sounds very Bella Forest. So many games. Wow. Um, a heartfelt Christmas promise with a little puppy on the front cover. Oh, yeah, that. I see. Yeah, yeah. Some of those typical um, sexy stock photo lady covers here. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I wonder if it's the same um, woman in some of these stock photo covers. It's just like a woman in kind of like a dark vest top and jeans looking directly yeah. at the camera with her hair kind of off to the side and she's holding a weapon of some sort. It's very funny yeah, that they're all still like career. that, considering that sort of style of jean and shirt is very like like ten years ago. Yeah, yeah, it it does feel like they did not. But also, like probably the people who write the uh, who writes these don't necessarily realize that it's not yeah anymore. Mm. But also, like yeah, it's probably they just don't get updated. There's literally four vest top jean women uh-huh. in her entire like list of. Uh, audiobooks that she's done just in a group of what 30 yeah <laughs> less than 30 i can count four of those that's very much how i wanted to look as a teenager <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. yeah i wanted the wanted the vest you know mm. but that's yeah, the so thing she... this this she can't do a scottish accent this one's yeah i was gonna because i was gonna say uh, I was, there's a section on her website that says clients Ooh. where oh some of them are, you know, some where there's like a bunch of reviews of her, like pull quotes, uh, either by like one of them is by a reviewer from gingermumreads.com. Uh, <laughs> nice. 
like some glowing reviews and I want to I just want to put your attention to the third review here by Inishawan a reviewer and they say the narration was brilliant the narrator performed the variety of characters so well I forgot that I was listening to just one voice <laughs> <laughs> this is emphatically not true <laughs> No, I. She's not a bad. She reader. doesn't really do voices. Like she can but do. No, she. She can maybe do voice. like two and a half. Like maybe one and a half. Like, so for some of the guy characters, all, all her women characters sound <laughs> the same, just her normal voice. Yeah. And then for the guys, he's doing like a deeper voice. Yeah, she does like a slightly deeper tone. It sounds exactly like you I'm, right now. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and then so for yeah. for the character of Zach, she did like a mopey teenager voice. Like it, it was like, uh, <laughs> he, he was like the same deep voice, but like much mopier in a in a way that didn't fit the character at all. In yeah, because he's not like, a mopey; he's like an army boy. Yeah, yeah. But but Zach was like really mopey, and then there's of course Bryce, who's the Scottish character. <laughs> Obviously, as someone think... who can do six distinct character voices, I wouldn't want oh, to. Oh, you can't do six. I won't... Yeah, you, you could wipe the floor with her any day. Okay, good Yeah. In... So the thing is, her, her Scottish accent sounds like somebody who was born in Russia, but educated mm-hmm. in America, but with parents <laughs> who only spoke Russian. Um, <laughs> then only learned English from somebody who lived in Glasgow. Yeah, I clipped out a, a clip earlier, so you can just like I can just send it to you again, and then you can just insert it in here. Yeah. So we'll our dear patrons will also get a taste of her in- incredible Scottish accent because it's really like you, dear listener. No matter where you live, no matter if you've ever tried doing a Scottish voice, <laughs> can probably do a at least as good a job at it, at it than she did. Yeah, mm-hmm. my Scottish accent isn't very good, and it's got to be better. Like it's, it was just so. I can't even. I can't even try and do it. It's yeah. Oof. I can. I can send you one where it's like so, it like really went into Russian. Yeah. So here is a here is an example of how he sounds. Hold on, Captain Bryce said sternly, not letting Jim's game get to him. We need to talk logistics here. This is yet again. Explicitly against the trial period statutes. Come on, Jim grinned, wheedling. Put that executive decision-making to good use, Bryce. Bryce rubbed his temple, his breathing agitated. The previous task didn't involve slumber parties. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that was was a great accent. Wow, that awful. Yes, we all heard yeah. it here in, in our separate recording studios. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I just, I'm worried that this isn't going to make sense until we tell people what the plot of this book is. Yeah, let's yes. tell people the plot of the book. And I think that should be the, the next thing. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to just do a brief run through of what happens with the book. And then afterwards we can talk about how it's insane. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, the main character is called Lyra, like the main character of his Dark Materials, but don't worry about and it. And Ed Sheeran's new daughter. Oh shit, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a constellation, but still. Um, okay. She is part of an organization that kills big vampire birds uh, called Red Bills that, like, drink people's blood. They've got, like, a big, like, 
sucker mosquito mouth and they like drink your blood. I can't really imagine them, but they sound kind of cool. Um, mm. And her, she's part of like an army offshoot. It's like kind of low key. So people know that these birds exist, but they think they're just like an evolutionary marvel, but they're actually like supernatural. Uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. uh, she loves being in the army. It's the best. Um, it's really cool. <laughs> she's like 21. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, she just thinks it's just like so fucking cool her, her entire family's part of the army her brother is like her partner in the army I don't know mm-hmm. something like that um, Zach, yeah. her parents mm-hmm. are like involved in the organization and her uncle is like the head of everything yes. um, he's cool yes uh, Adam he's called uncle yeah he's he's a good boy <laughs> we love him um <laughs> So she goes and fights the rebels, and there's more of them, and they're getting bigger, and it's it's a big problem because they keep eating people. Um, but she does some cool shit. She's got like you know, it's kind of high tech sci fi sort of like armor yeah. and shit, which is kind of cool. Um, also, like, Bryce okay. the Scottish guy is the captain here. Yeah, the captain is a guy here, called yeah. Bryce. And I was like, okay, so this is like an interesting spin. And I have no idea where this is going. <laughs> Yeah, especially and I as you didn't. go into this thinking it's gonna be a Twilight ripoff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was like, like this that. is completely different. It starts out like really, uh, really like military sci-fi. Yeah, it's yeah. like so ended gamey almost. Um, yeah, and uh, but then once she's on a mission, she gets kidnapped by a vampire. What? Because uh, they all the vampires are supposed to have died out. They all were killed by this organization who knows about vampires. They used to kill them. Um, until all the vampires disappeared, which is like kind of sad in a way, but you know, it's good that they're not killing like killing people anymore. But Lyra is kidnapped by one who is called um, Dorian, Dorian. Electra. Um, Dorian is a pretty sick name for a vampire. This book doesn't suffer from normal name disease like the other ones. Oh, do. these names are very not normal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but like the vampires, they're gonna have you know. Elf yeah, name. no, I don't. I like it. And yeah, I think Dorian's a sick name. I think there's some really funny ones, but we'll get to yeah. it. So he kidnaps her. Um, the, the vampires in this world, they have like cool skin that's like got dark shapes, like cloudy behind it. And they're like kind of cool. I think they're cold. Are they cold? I don't think she specifies that. Yeah, they like look sort of marbly and interesting and they got weird eyes and shit but he kidnaps her and she's like oh vampire you're gonna kill me and he's like nah i just want you to help me and she's like why how can i help you and he's like well i'm part of a small group of vampire refugees and now i'm about to blow your mind <laughs> <laughs> so you see there's two worlds there is the other world beyond like a rift and there is this world and in that world it's full of like evil immortals and vampires go between the worlds and your organization kidnapped a vampire and forced him to take them beyond the world and caused a rift between these two worlds. And this caused all the vampires to, like, be killed by immortals and stuff. Um, this is, like, not touched on that much for the whole rest of the book. <laughs> it's just sort of no. dumped on you. Yeah. Um, I feel like maybe it will come back in like, book five. Yeah. I think it's, it's significant in that it's like because like to from be... from what I saw of the I, I I looked a little in the plot summaries of the later books. And... Yeah, from what I can tell, it's supposed to be like a hint that oh, her organization basically tortured a vampire until he took them through. So maybe they're not that great, you know? Maybe they did bad things. 
No, that, um, I, that, I, no I, I don't believe that. Can't that. Be, yeah, yeah, that can't be right. No, she says, FBI she is says, good. She says herself, but corruption in my bureau I do think it was very funny that she is through the entire thing like, uh, we're good people, military, good yeah. police, good people, you know, protect and serve. Um, which is, it is kind of good um, in that it's subverted because it, I think she does have like a character, which I thought was nice. Yeah. yeah. So some so. of the re- reviews I saw on this on, on on Goodreads or Amazon were like so amazing characters. Lyra is like one of the most interesting characters I have uh, I have ever seen. I don't think that's true. I don't think no, she's the most but interesting. She's got more of Which is good in she's like she's better than fucking Sophia. Sophia. Yeah, yeah. She's she's not just like a cipher. Like she does Yeah. She does like she is kind and she does have like empathy and she, she but she but has she's, motivations she has motivation but she's also very awkward and she's also like yeah believes in her weird organization which you sort of understand why but it, it makes it good that she's wrong um mm-hmm. i think well it, we don't know yet if she's your let's, okay let's, yeah right i don't believe that okay so let's try to do the summary quick because <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah i know it's just very funny to talk about all the details um i know yeah so <laughs> basically can. the vampires we, we need to talk about them later yeah yeah so the vampires ask for uh to be taken in as refugees basically by the bureau um and be allowed to live in the world freely because they can't go to the immortal world and she's like oh shit but i thought you were evil and he's like no vampires only kill people who are bad um, bad people have bad blood and they're full of evil energy, which is what vampires live on. Haven't you noticed that crime rates have gone up since the vampires all left? <laughs> Let's put a pin in that. <laughs> yeah, just file that thought away which, for later. Uh-huh, sounds about right. Um, so she goes to ask and they're like, okay, we will give a trial period where we'll see if the vampires can go for an amount of time and not kill people. Um, so what they do is they put the vampires in a vampire refugee concentration camp um, where they're all basically in like a weird warehouse prison with like jail cells and shit. Um, and this is like children as well. Vampire and children. children. And they're not yeah. allowed to drink any blood for, I think it's, is it three months or a month? Six weeks. Six weeks. Yeah. So it's, it's six weeks and they it's just have to... trial period. Yeah. Just see if they're like good or bad, you know, and learn more about them. And it's like the vamp, the child, the child vampires have to like drink the old vampires' blood because otherwise they'll starve. Yeah, to let's death. put another pin in that. Um, <laughs> yeah, which which is cool. And um, while they're there, they sort of there's a group of these bureau sort of twenty year olds who like, you know, they all all the vampires and all the humans are learning about each other and they form bonds and they're like, oh, maybe we're not that different. Um, and Dorian and Lyra uh, are like, ah, oh, we are very attracted to each other. Oh. <laughs> Maybe we have a connection. Um, but every time they like touch or um, whatever, Lyra gets like chest pains. Um, and I genuinely thought this was just like her not knowing that she had a crush on him <laughs> until yeah. it got really bad. And <laughs> just I was like, oh, okay. having have never been horny before, and she's like, I'm, yeah. I'm ill. <laughs> she's like, I'm dying. I am nervous when I'm around someone, so I am. I think I am dying, but no, she is actually like in genuine yeah. pain. All um, her like uh, horny moments, or like I guess realizing how sexy Dorian is moments are very funny. 
yeah. yeah. We can talk about them in <laughs> yeah, a bit. Her reaction is just, yeah, I got some quotes. It's very funny. I think I've highlighted, like, exactly the same things you have, um, apart from mm-hmm. maybe some extras. Um, yeah, so they're in this, and while they're there, they do, like, bonding activities, and they go on raids where the vampires help them, like, peacefully get rid of the red bills and send them back to the immortal realm where they're from, because the vampires ride them. Um, and then they use Dorian and some other vampires' like ability to sense evil to catch criminals, uh, <laughs> um, which goes really well. And they're like, wow, the vampires can be an asset to us because they can help us catch the bad people. Um, at one point, they go to an Amish camp, and it turns out the criminals are actually the police who are doing organ what? trafficking, which was a, it was just a terrible moment for all of them, because vampires hate it when people who are supposed to be good do bad things. That's the worst <laughs> thing you can do to a vampire. Yes. Yeah. Um, and Lyra's like, but people protect and serve what's happening. Um, <laughs> and uh, so the, the experiment is very successful, but Lyra, they have like a party, and Lyra and Dorian kiss, and when they do, she basically goes into a coma. Um, and when she wakes up, all the vampires are being very grumpy and have sort of are not talking to them. And Dorian like rejects her because he's like, "Oh, this is too dangerous. Obviously, there's something fucked up going on here." And like Grandma Vampire is like, "You should never fraternize with us." Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know how her name is spelled in the books, but in the audiobook, they pronounce her name like Hala. Yeah, it's like yeah. H-A-L-L-A, Hala. Yeah, I yeah. think it's supposed to be Hala. There's there's another weird name pronunciation. Like, there's also a vampire who I thought, like, from reading the name would be Laini. Mm, but the narrator always pronounced her as Laini. Oh, I yeah. thought it was Laini, yeah. It's got to be Laini, that's a normal name. I kind of I kind of like Laini, though. None of them have normal names. One of them's called, like, Rome. <laughs> yeah. One of them is called Psyche. <laughs> yeah. Psyche. Psyche. Um... Yeah, so the vampires have been grumpy, and Larry's like, I can't believe this whole time our relationship was a lie and I was being used so that the vampires could get a safe place to live and that our concentration camp bond- guard bonding wasn't legit. Um, but actually, it's um, he's just like trying to protect her. And then it's like revealed that they the trial period has been successful and they're moving all the vampires to like a cool, nice housing complex where they can all live happily and be present to the bureau. Yeah. Um so everyone's so nice. So everyone I love that for them. I, I can't believe this. Um so everyone everyone leaves. Um and she goes to see her uncle. And while she's there, she happens to hear some words going on in a meeting. And she happens upon a plan for this housing place where they're building all these houses, but they're putting, uh, they're, they're gonna put poisonous gas into the into the houses to kill the vampires. Kind uh-huh. um, kind of like something else from history that slipped my mind, um, <laughs> but with vampires. And she's like, "Well, that's fucked up. Um, I'm gonna go tell him." So she and Bryce, who's a good guy still, uh, they rush back and then there's a big epic fight scene where they kill a bunch of evil bureau people. And they rescue the vampires and half the vampires are like, I knew this was a bad idea. Humans hate us and one is dead. We should go live in the immortal realm. And the other half are like, no, I'm going to stick with Dorian and try and live my life here in the human world. And Lyra's like, I can't believe you were being mean to me. 
<laughs> endurance. <laughs> like, um, it wasn't a lie. I do like you, but it's just like really hard because you die every time we touch. Every time we touch, I get this feeling. <laughs> every, time every time we, we touch, kiss, I go into a three-day coma. coma. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so he, she's like, no, I will prove it. And then they make out and it's great, but also she thinks you might die. Um, yeah. This is uh, straight after they've realised they, the, the vampires have all split up and one of them's lost his kids and they've yeah, all been of... told that the humans were going to gas them and then they just start making out in front <laughs> of them all. It's not, like, okay. like, it's not like they start making up. It's like Lyra is getting really frustrated and angry by the situation and Dorian is like still denying all of it. So mm. she just goes up there and kisses him like... Yeah, when was the last time a girl kissed a guy in the in? A- <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying a bit dubious consent here. Mm. Um, John Green voice. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's it's you know it's very it's pretty like standard romance. Yeah, fantasy romance mm. shtick. But uh, yeah, so it really hurts. Um, but they're gonna try and go for it anyway because that's how much they like each other. Um, and they're just gonna hang out and look for a new place to live. Because now they're both refugees and they're all on the run from the Bureau who wants to kill them for some reason. Um, uh-huh. And that's the sort of end of the book. So once again, yeah. like, not like... I, I think this book doesn't end in a different way than like Shade of Vampire doesn't end because like, Shade of Vampire really just feels like they just cut off the last scene and put it into the second book. Yes. Uh, so this k- kind of feels like it's a closing of a chapter, I guess, kind of cliffhanger. But like, still, I still felt like this was a very unsatisfying not ending. I think it's very much trying to immediately send you to the sequel. It's like yeah. you literally have to read the sequel because yeah. there's no conclusion. Everyone's on the run. I don't think it's a terrible way to end a book, but the scene is a bit weird. Yeah, yeah. I will say the uh, audio book. At the end, once it's finished, the audiobook lady is like, um, if you enjoyed this, you can find the second Dark Light, Dark Hunt audiobook <laughs> available from Amazon. And if it's not there yet, it will be soon. So it's, it's also in the... In the audiobook, it tells you to... Also in the ebook, it also says, uh, like, it ends with, you know, it ends with the sentence, please don't lose that. He said, quietly as I searching for danger and expanding, echoing as desert surrounding as you might need it. And then it says, ready for the next part of Lyra's story? <laughs> remember, I quite liked the last line, I'll be honest. Do you remember how um, lots of like fantasy books used to have like the first chapter from the next book at the end of the book? Like, <laughs> yeah. Here's a sneak preview of the next one. Yeah. It was kind of yes. wild. So th- this one doesn't have that, but this one has, here's a preview of the cover. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is just as enticing, really. Yeah. Because the covers have nothing to do with the books. Yeah. We know that the next one is going to be called Dark Thirst, which is mm. not a thing, <laughs> Bella. Like, Dark Light <laughs> is at least like an uh, fucking... What's it called when it's like two opposite things t- stick together? Oxymoron? Yeah. I think Oxymoron. Yeah, Oxymoron is. Yeah. Like- yeah, so Dark Light is like at least an oxymoron, you know, even though it's yeah. not a real word, but it is at least like evocative in a way, right? Mm-hmm. Dark Thirst is just what? I think the other thing is, right, okay, so I, like the Dark Thirst thing is because the vampires feed on 
darkness in people yeah. and we'll come back oh to that. Oh my god. Okay, um, you're right. So yeah. it, 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 it makes, makes sense. sense but not really like the darkness isn't even a huge part of this book. No. It's just kind of dropped yeah. in. <laughs> Um, and um, the implications are pretty questionable. The implications <laughs> are so funny. This yeah, whole, we're gonna have the to... whole premise of this. So is there's a few funny. elephants in the room. Yes. And we're just, <laughs> it's we're a veritable like circus. Putting the elephants, yeah, we're just like collecting them into a circus, like putting them into the corner. We will get back to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I do <laughs> want to, like, I do think we, we need to at least talk about, like, some of the. Um, smaller stuffs before we get to discussing those the baby yeah. elephants the baby elephants the, the baby elephants, the, cl- yeah. the the seals with uh beach balls, balls on the, in the room yeah. yeah the in this the service. clowns that are like the pre-attractions to the Ooh, yeah. pre-attraction how fucking dare you okay <laughs> <laughs> so i have i have some of the goodread stuff if we want to oh yeah dive into that okay so okay yeah let's do that because I have I have an Amazon review that will like directly lead us into the discussion because it actually kind of cuts into the, the things that we're gonna talk about the most in a very funny way. Okay, good. So I'm gonna. This is a three point five stars on Goodreads, which, yeah, <laughs> it's like every book <laughs> on Goodreads. Um, mm-hmm. And there is one question about this book which was asked eleven months ago, which says just. Just judging by the cover, I know I'm not supposed to, but anyway, this appears to be a, t- a Twilight ripoff. Is it? Mm. No. No. <laughs> no. Um, and that's the only question and no one's answered her, so I don't know. Is she still waiting on that? Who knows? Okay. So here are um, the reviews. This first one is... Did not finish this. I got mostly through, but what? then was just not interested enough to finish. It became a chore to read. I like uh, young adult books, but maybe just too YA for me. Comes off like a fanfic of other vampire books that also have girls slash women in that like the men that kidnap them. Stockholm Syndrome much, but then go back and forth about being awful. Also, maybe I'm in love. Gross. Okay, my question with this... (laughs) That is not at all what it is. He doesn't kidnap her. The majority of this book, she's his guard. Yes. Whilst he is in prison. She's his prison guard. I, the, the Stockholm Syndrome thing is funny though because there's like in the first like 40-50ish page of the book which I think is mm. the least interesting part yeah right because yeah. it just starts with them being on fucking Red Bill Mission Red Bill Missions yeah and then uh, and then she meets the vampire and then she constantly keeps thinking as she's realizing that Dorian is hot she's constantly like Stockholm Syndrome much like she's re- literally thinking it mm-hmm. yeah and like it would have been this would have would have been a fitting thing in Shade of Vampire, weirdly enough. She didn't like Sophia didn't think of it. Uh, <laughs> but like in this one it's like barely even it barely even applies to the situation. Yeah. So I don't know what that was about. And then it's like completely dropped. Like it's really just in the in the first section of the book before the main plot, I guess, starts. Yeah. Cause yeah. he he kidnaps her briefly to explain that the vampires need to seek asylum with mm. like from the humans and then like he gives her enough reasons to trust him and then gives her like a nice rock from his home planet that's kind of like a nuclear wasteland but with like shinigami or whatever mm-hmm. and then he he sends her straight back and then the rest of it like he's the one with stockholm syndrome arguably and even yeah. then he's like having to 
like act nice to humans so that his racism wiped out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if Stockholm Syndrome applies to her. I don't idea. think it does. I think there is interesting. I mean, it's 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 pretty bad, but like there is an interesting like power thing where like he's dependent on her um, and their approval for like their race's survival, but he could yeah. also kill her very easily. Yeah. Which I think is interesting and a bit more interesting than normal vampire stuff where it's just that he could kill you. <laughs> you know? yeah. I, I have questions on whether he can even kill her, but we'll get to it. Okay. <laughs> because okay. it ties I'll, into I'll... like the main problems. I mean, of... Oh yeah, I mean in some ways the idea of disempowered vampires is sort of interesting, but this just is yeah. so, a way of doing it. <laughs> yeah. A weird way of taking that, yeah. Um, so I'll, I'll continue with some of these. Um I quite liked this one actually I kind of agree can someone please explain to me what the vampires are and are not familiar with Dorian can't work a phone and doesn't know what a high five is but he's also able to laugh at jokes about airplanes or looking like a clown in a bar mm-hmm. yeah so this is this is very not thought through I agree with this review um, and also, not this clouds. is another thing that really bugged me about this, is that um, whilst reading this, so that you have this whole like first chapter kind of section where the humans yeah. are talking about doing red bill missions. And, yeah. and I was about to say Sophia. And then um, Lyra is like, we call them red bills because of their red bills. I'm imagining them like pterodactyls <laughs> kind of things. But then yeah, and me she's too. like, uh-huh. yeah, and she's just like, we just call them that. And then the, we're introduced to the vampires and the vampires also call them red bills. I mean, I guess it's... But it's not an obvious thing to call them that, honestly. No, <laughs> it's not. Just big birds or whatever. <laughs> big pterodactyl I mean, vampire bird things. It's, it's possible that they know what the Bureau call them and they call them something different in vampire language. But I they never... Like... They never say that. I'm just saying, these aren't things that I really noticed when I was reading it. Oh, me neither. But it's it's very valid because I think it ties into the whole thing of... What I suppose all of Bella Forest books are is that there's like they're very first drafty. Yeah, yes. do you know do you know what this reminded me of? It reminded me of like a pretty well written like fan fiction long form fan fiction AU. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it's the sort of like I don't know, there's like a, a supernatural fan fiction that I read like years and years ago where it was like took place in a in a world where there was like demonic stuff and there was a big wall that kept ghosts out of a big city and there was all like that sort of stuff and there was a romance that took place like alongside that like a full-fledged fantasy world but someone is using yeah characters yeah 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 and it's like got pretty good world building but is also kind of fan fictiony and that's what this really reminded me of like very strongly yeah if you, yeah, if you did like a like that, yeah. find and replace for the character names, but you swap them out for like, I don't know, Elena and Damon or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if, if it was that or if it's just the same aspects of... I don't think it, it was. I just think it, it yeah. feels like that. Yeah, it's no, but my, my point is the reason why it might remind you of that might be also the same thing I, I was saying about how it's like, there's there, there, there doesn't seem to be a very uh you know thorough editing process in these <laughs> books like th- there doesn't seem to be a dedicated editor who would like point out these things yeah 
No, I, I would agree with that. Um, I, I will also say about the, like, what do and don't vampires know. There is, like, a, the section where they did speed dating. Uh, <laughs> mm, yeah. Which... Like a drama, like a drama woman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Except the weird power imbalances, but, you know. Except they're in prison. It was <laughs> like, yeah, guns. vampires and humans were, like, sitting next to each other, and they were, like, swapping through, and they were asked to ask questions of each other, etc. And there it was, like... So one of the things that bothered me a little about that is that vampires didn't know about chess. Yeah. Mm. Like the oldest board game. Yeah. It seems like such a... In in every other vampire fictions, these they would at least be familiar with chess. Like it's it seems such a... You know, they're into old things always. Most vampire books I've read have, have had vampires who are like chess masters. Yeah. And they learn chess in this one, and they're good at it. Yeah, there's a very like question about how much familiarity the vampires do have with human culture, which I guess leads into the references thing, where it's like, and sometimes they seem completely unfamiliar with very basic things. Um, yet they can sort of socialize very normally, and they seem to socialize very similarly to humans. Because like when when they're doing makeup and Lyra is putting makeup on him and he's like, why do human females wear the makeup on the face? Uh-huh. And she's like, it makes sexy. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's like, like I do not amazed by the this. concept that you would go to a date wearing makeup, yeah. basically. But then, but then he comes out of it after she's made him up and all of his vampire friends have like jokes ready to go about him being like yeah. a clown. <laughs> Yeah, they're like, this is really funny that you got this stuff on. And it's yeah. like, when you just be really confused. Yeah. I guess they get that he looks like a human. Yeah. Because hmm. I guess that's that's the issue, that, that he looks human. It kind of reads, to me, more as like a masculinity thing. But I think that's me projecting. I, I think I, I found it, it was more that it was like, lol, why are you trying to look like a human? That's very embarrassing. Yeah, I think I'm, I was reading into that bit. I but it so, was yeah. very funny that... <laughs> Weird scene. Um, kind I, have of, a cu- I kind of liked bits of it, I think. Yeah. Okay, I have a couple more reviews. Okay. So. Okay. This one's a slightly longer one. Alright. I wa- <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I wanted to give Bella another chance. I was <laughs> hoping she would impress Fair like enough. she did with her Shade of Vampire series <laughs> before it got 60 books in. <laughs> I was... <laughs> <laughs> I was dreading it was going to be the same plot of Shade of Vampire, but I was pleased that it wasn't. But uh-huh. it had the same main female character, the extremely mm. smart, resourceful, popular, talented, beautiful, headstrong, bland character. That's what I got uh, again. That's, Don't that's get me wrong. wrong. <laughs> this was a different take on vampires, which I appreciated. I just didn't like Lyra at all. She was boring AF. This also should not have been a 400-page book. There was too much. Lyra was a horrible narrator. I'm a professional. I don't think I can stand hearing that phrase ever again. (laughs) So what do we think about this review? I I will agree that this book is way too too long. long. They they could have cut like 150 pages easy. But what I feel when I read this, because she's comparing it directly to Shade of Vampire, is that Shade of Vampire was too short. (laughs) In a way, yeah, but, the best I, one was. I feel like yeah. Shade of Vampire, as as bad as it was, read itself very quickly. 
because yeah, so true. much of it was like not thought through at all so you could just like consume it you know but this one mm-hmm. since there's a bit more thought into it and a bit more like skill uh it feels longer than the same number of pages of shade of vampire would feel Shade of Vampires mm. was a Wattpad fanfiction, and this is an AO3 fanfiction. Yeah. That is yes, the, that is yeah. the distinction between them. That's so true. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's very funny, yeah. And I, I can't understand becoming frustrated with Lyra as a narrator at some points, which also yeah. ties into one of the elephants. Mm-hmm. So, so we will discuss that. But I don't feel frustrated with her because I think she's like Sophia no. in Shade of Vampire. No. I don't think so. Because Sophia isn't a character. Yeah. I would argue, whereas I think Lyra is and, you know, has some agency. Yeah, yeah Sophia just reacts to things. Um, whereas I, I do feel like Lyra is, like, you know, she's not, like, a very extraordinary person, actually. I don't think she is, like, beautiful and smart and perfect. I think she's no. just, like... She's very normal. Um, yeah. But neither is, like... Yeah, I guess I guess we we were led to believe that Sophia is beautiful and smart because everyone told us she was, but yeah. you wouldn't get it from her. From her POVs, like it's just you know nothing she does is actually smart. It's just what others tell us yeah. about her. Yeah. Whereas I think Lyra is like smart, but it's not like all the men are obsessed with her all the time no, or anything. No, they're not. It's. Um, there's just one one vampire who's like into it but even he is like it's not like he's maybe because we don't get his povs like we did with derek but it's not like we constantly notice dorian like fully obsessing with her no yeah he's much more of a nice boy compared to derek who was just awful yeah Dorian's well, yeah, Dorian's nice. Dorian's pretty nice, and Derek is like um, probably a rapist, a rapist. <laughs> a rapist, and a mass murderer, and owns human slaves. But um, I do kind and of a, like killed a bunch of human <laughs> slaves. I'm so conflicted to decide if I liked this or Shadow Vampire more because oh, I liked this so much more. <laughs> I mean, objectively, this is better, but also I think uh, I and this also has some deranged stuff, but I feel like. Shade of Vampire was more like just absolutely, you know, cut loose, deranged stuff like stream of consciousness yeah. writing. But the yeah. thing is, I like, yeah, I tried to read Shade of Vampire too, yeah, and too. it was also very deranged, but it was also boring, and I couldn't yeah. be bothered to read more of it. I can't believe um, it has ninety books. I know. I know. <laughs> and and also that the person who wrote this review read 60 of them before mm. getting sick of it. Yeah. By book 60, I began to think the series was going downhill. <laughs> it's me on season 14 of Supernatural. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'm going to read one last review. Okay. Okay. Did not finish. I don't think Bella Forrest is for me. I don't care for her <laughs> style of storytelling. I have Which one? good news for you, reviewer. <laughs> you might I'm... care for one of her other series written yeah. by an entirely different person. Yeah. <laughs> this is not the same person who wrote Shade of Vampire. No. Oh, 100%. But it's interesting because like, there's, there's those kind of reviews. I've seen also like some of those on Amazon. And 
there's also the other type of review like the positive reviews are also often like uh, if you're a Bella Forest fan this won't disappoint Bella Forest did it again etc etc <laughs> it's like, it's clearly not the same author <laughs> yeah it's an entirely different writing style in that this one is coherent yeah <laughs> and I mean yeah no there's no way like there's you know you can be devil's advocate about it and say that this was written like five years after shade of vampires so maybe she's improved but mm. i i highly doubt that the newer shade of vampire books are like if we if we assume that the entire shade series is written like by one person yeah then i i actually i'm i would be interested to at least read sections of like the newer shade of vampire books just to see if it's stylistically similar or different to the one we read I think we should read the the newest one what like book 92 yeah yeah Yeah, maybe we should try to read that just out of context that could be yeah yeah, try and figure out what's gone on in those 90 90 books between Mm -hmm. yeah so stuff I want to talk about before we get to the big stuff Um, Mm -hmm. just let's go through the vampire names real quick (laughs) so we have Dorian Mm mhm uh, yeah. I guess that's like a Dorian Gray thing. Dorian, uh, I like okay. I like that. It's a good vampire name. That's a yeah. Dorian, pretty me. good. Then we well, get Dorian. out of five. We have Rome. Yeah, how's it spelled in the book? R H O M E. Oh, like Rome. 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 No, Rome. Rome. That's a city. Okay, the capital mm-hmm. of Italy. <laughs> Then we got Kane. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's uh, how I thought it was spelled. Because the thing, I don't know how any of the characters' names are spelled. Yeah. No. Because I was Rome trying to make a name to send. Lainey are the only ones who are spelled weirdly, I think. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Then we have Kane, who is like a wrestler and Republican <laughs> senator or mayor, or what is he? He kind of sucks. Like the actual Kane. Yeah. The Kane in this book is just like an edgy vampire who is like. The actual Kane? Yeah, what? there's a there's a real guy named Kane who is a wrestler. I, I, I know, but like Kane and Abel, you know. Yeah, that's. Oh yeah, no, I but I mean, but like spelled different. the way this is spelled, K A N. Yeah, but I thought they were just doing like an edgy thing where they were like, "He's Kane, yeah. get it?" Because oh, he doesn't maybe. like his. I was just brother. thinking it's spelled like thought, r- literally yeah. the exact same way as Kane. Yeah. No, I was thinking it was the brother thing as well. It yeah. probably is. It's just like what you call the evil. Well, they're not evil, but like grumpy vampire. You're like, oh, yeah. call him Kane. As well. Yeah, fun. It's like in uh, Vampire Diaries where the evil brother's called Damon. Yeah, like, it's oh, just like <laughs> yeah, bad boy like, name, Damien or Damon or something. Demon, yeah. That's yeah. such like... a such a classic thing to call mm-hmm. the evil guy Damon. Anyway, who else do we got? We got uh, Kreia, uh, who is Rome's wife, and she takes the kids at the end. So I had to I had to make yeah. a Karen took the kids meme, but the Kreia took the kids. <laughs> Which is what I sent to Chaz before you'd finished reading the book and I couldn't show you. <laughs> Kraya took the fucking kids. Kraya, Kraya took, took the, the kids. kids. Uh, who has, was, was Roxy a vampire? I don't remember. No, she was a cadet. Or not mm. cadet. She was a soldier. Wait, actually I should look at this section that I screenshotted. Oh yeah, so there's a part where Bella has a check-in with her parents and she just like sums up everything that's happened so far. It's very funny that this is something they needed to include 300 pages into the book. Bella's mm-hmm. parents are so funny. Um, Bella, uh, Lyra's parents are so <laughs> funny. Yeah. yeah. 
I like that she's there's sometimes there. Yeah. So there, yeah, they, she, she does a video call with her parents. Uh, this is after her uh, mission where she passed out, I think, right? After the Amish mission. Yeah. Yeah. And her parents ask her about, like, well, you must be getting to know some of the vampires rather well. What are they like? <laughs> I laughed at the impossibility of finding a description that included both Kane and Dorian. And then she says, they're all very different from each other. Some are sweet and quiet. I thought of Lainey. Some are honest and gracious. Rome. Funny but whip smart. Psych. Some are grumpy but honorable too. Kane, obviously. So it's very funny that like 300 pages in, she just gives short descriptions of all of the vampires. I, I like that she didn't include uh, the other vampire who's called Thoth. Oh, there's one who's called oh, yeah. Thoth. Yeah, he's called he's he's like Thoth. Egyptian scribe. Yeah, yes. like, like he's wise. Do you get it? Yeah. Yeah, but kind of thoughty. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and then there's then then there's Psych, who which is just I think the funniest name, <laughs> especially like, in the audio book because I, she always like every time she was like Psych, I was like, uh, I like jumped up for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Thing is, I was expecting his character to be a lot more class clown than he was, and I'm kind of yeah. glad he wasn't because I think I would have hated him. But the the book mm. is like he's funny, but he doesn't say like a single <laughs> funny <pretty>. line. <laughs> he's just there. Okay, let's talk about the sexy stuff for a second. Wait, we still have to bring up one name, and this is oh. not a vampire name. This is a soldier name because there's this bit where they're trying to like get all the vampires because they. They get to this compound in Arizona where the vampires are going to mm-hmm. be sleeping and Lyra goes and checks out the cells and she's like, wow, this kind of looks like a torture camp. Maybe we should put some blankets in to make it more suitable. <laughs> and so they do like a whip round of all the soldiers to like give up spare ban- blankets for the vampires to use. And then she, she talks to this one soldier guy called Hank and the book is like, ironic since he looked like a tank. <laughs> <laughs> Which is even better because he gives her like a cuddly crocodile toy. <laughs> like this I thought that was really cute. I was like, wow, Hank's my favourite character. <laughs> yeah, the part where like the nar- the narration literally said and ironic he hanged the th- hang the tank. Uh, that was so out of place. <laughs> yeah. No, it's great. I think yeah, that's I just her it. character. I like it when she says things that are just like vaguely meta but like sort of there's this great line um that i highlighted where my heart swelled i must have entered the stage of attraction where i read too much into offhanded remarks (laughs) (laughs) that's good good self-awareness that was really funny she's like oh this is that part of romance (laughs) (laughs) it's good she can pick up on the clues uh-huh. <laughs> she knows she's in the book. Uh-huh. She's like, I know how this goes. I've read vampire fiction. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Should we should we ride some elephants? Yeah. No, yeah. I was just going to talk about the romance for a second because there was okay. some. So there's, I, I think the funniest scene in that was where, where they're on the, I think this is also in the Amish mission. Yeah. And she goes Amish. to take a shower. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is so good. I like this actually. And she's like all the time she's like, Oh oh, I hope I hope I like nobody's gonna see me naked. That would be embarrassing. What if I ran into Kane? That would be bad. 
so uh-huh. she she like she like wakes up really early hoping that this is before uh all the uh boys would take a shower then she mm-hmm. runs into uh what a surprise she runs into <laughs> dorian coming out of the shower oh shit uh, dripping wet <laughs> dripping oh yeah wet naked wearing nothing but a towel uh, which Rawr. is not what naked is. No, I know it said naked apart from wearing a towel. It's like so he's just you can just see his chest. Yeah. It's like no, but she might be able to see like romance books oh. always do that thing where they're like, oh, I can see the V. Oh right, yeah, like his, his vampire V. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> his v- vampire. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's so good. I think, actually, I will defend this book because I think it's pretty good at being horny. Yeah, I thought it was alright. Yeah. I thought it was like, I could feel like the build-up of like their tension in a way that felt less like chucked in than it does in this sort of romance stuff normally. Okay, I found, yeah. it, I found a good quote from uh, where she's thinking back to seeing her him in the shower and she's, she's thinking, or, or the narration says... I spoke directly to Dorian for the first time since our interaction at the shower. I'd made a point to dive deeper into our work that day and not think about the water droplets on his pecs. (laughs) (laughs) I love it, though. I love it. I'm like, yeah. All right, you're horny. Get it. (laughs) But it's very funny because she's like never been horny and she's like, huh, this is is what it must be like to be a haunt. (laughs) Yeah. She's so unfamiliar with it. I can't help but find it really like it's really endearing. And to be honest, like, I think, I think this is, does yeah. a this does a better job of a character, a main character in a vampire romance being horny than like a lot of mainstream vampire romance. Like, yeah, like literally Twilight. It's too awkward for it to be sexy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's Mormon. Whereas this is whilst they're at an Amish camp, so it's already kind of like shh, forbidden. <laughs> I I do think it's like not done badly, uh, and it helps that Dorian isn't awful. Yeah, yeah he's, he's a nice. nice. Boy. Uh, so like, I will okay. say because um, I read some of the Goodreads reviews of the sequel books, mm. and one of the things that many people complained about in the future books is that the romance doesn't seem to advance at all. <laughs> Oh no! Aww. I was I was wondering if there was going to be a um, like a love angle thing between um, Lyra and Kane. Yeah, I mean that's how it. If this was a in the typical vampire yeah book thing, the evil brother is always part of the love triangle. You know. Yeah. You'd think so, but I haven't seen any mention of that. Maybe they just don't mention it. I don't know. But I think like, he just de- they just decide not to in this one, and I'm like, all right, yeah. I'm into that. No, just just what they're they're saying is that it, it seems to just like stall and stay at basically the point they are at the end of the book. Oh. So when they kiss, they die. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They just keep trying to kiss, and she keeps dying, and it's like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this isn't progressing really. <laughs> huh? they probably like figure it out by book nine or something but they try and have sex and both her arms fall off yeah yeah like like the the other thing that many reviewers of the later book said is that 
it's because it has like nine books at this point. Yeah, and it feels like so. It's like it seems like it's stretched out mm, way yeah. too much. Like there seem to be some of the middle books that are just pure filler and a lot of descriptions of vampires climbing on red bills and climbing down of them <laughs> yeah i think the next one they just move to scotland and that's like what happens but oh, yeah but see but, i'd love to get yeah. the audiobook of that because that's more opportunity for the russian scottish accent I, I think actually the next one is them uh moving to scotland but barely arriving by the end of the book because yeah, yeah. oh, it seems like the third book the starts end. in scotland yeah. You just do it. You just do like a written travel montage. I think it's like it's hard to get to Scotland. <laughs> oh, I see. Um, but okay, should we should we talk about the book? Okay, I want to issues. So I want to lead into have... it with, um, the with Amazon the review. the Amazon review that is the top review on Amazon Germany. Like this is the top review from Germany. Okay. Uh, but it's it's written in English, so. Okay. Uh, I mean, I would and assume that you would translate for us, even if it wasn't. <laughs> you no. just read a full review in German and we're like, ah, oh, interesting. So the title of this review is Genre Unknown, Shrug Emoji, Dark Light. Rocky start. If Dorian wouldn't have shown up in chapter 4 with an interdimensional trip, then I couldn't continue the reading. Then further on, it's a slow burner and some entirely new genre, which is hard to identify albeit not any vampire story alike. Romance or tragedy of star-crossed lovers or interspecies Ooh. rivalry. All above and true in this new engaging series as the FBI goes rogue in fighting their own vipers <laughs> to defend mortal lovers of evil vintage blood. Blood drop emoji. Uh, okay. Now we're getting to the good part of this review, which is <laughs> the reason why I want to talk about it. The author made an interesting point about evil. Dorian uh, says there's no way to cure a human of their darkness. Lyra answers people could struggle with their darkness, but no one was beyond help. Well, then I ask, what about Hitler and Stalin? Oh. <laughs> um, they are about, accountable yeah. for the death of countless millions just by being evil, way beyond any chance of rehabilitation. But we needn't go yeah, back in time, millions. because what's up with the prime ministers oh. of Hungary's Orban, or Russia's Putin, or Turkey's Erdogan. Mm, what about no. Trump? Sorry, I just was going to name drop all of them. Like, at this carry point, on. I I want to point out, for some reason, this Amazon reviewer wrote Orban in quotation marks, not Putin <laughs> and Erdogan. It's Orban is just not his, his name. Not his real name. <laughs> it's just his normal name. <laughs> If that's what you're calling yourself these days, <laughs> we all know who it really is. Adolf Hitler. <laughs> you didn't die in that bunker after all. So I, I read the rest of the review. Not yeah, to mention please. the many dictators of the Middle East or the warlords of Africa, etc., etc. Could they ever change? Ah, uh, excuse me. Why aren't the vampires going after Coney? <laughs> Cody 2012. Cody 2012, his blood tastes delicious. <laughs> Could they ever change? Hardly. Put them behind bars and they might show regret, but only because they were caught. And precisely, precisely that's why I'm taking Dorian's point. I say kill them to cure evil. Oh my god! <laughs> Getting some ideology here. 
<laughs> this this person really just went off. Yeah. This person is like death penalty, death penalty, please. <laughs> yeah. And then and then the review just completely changes tone again because then it, the rest is just if you were also let here from the Harley Finch or Percy Merlin books, then you're gonna mm. find that this isn't anything alike those books. However, I'm giving it a chance and getting the next installment because I like this. Thanks for another great Farscape. Ta-ta! Okay. This book is more similar to Harley Merlin than, yeah. than Shade of Vampire because it has the same kind of weird... Um, yeah. Like, authority complex. Mm. Pastoralism sort of thing yeah. going on. Yeah. Um... But, I mean, it goes criticised in this book, whereas in Harley Merlin, it's like, oh, it's so cool that we are going to kill people with the death penalty that we have as wizards. (laughs) The wizard death penalty. (laughs) Yeah. They're an advanced society. Yeah. I Um, I don't know where to begin with that. So why don't (laughs) they go for the warlords in Africa? (laughs) Yeah, you're right. I mean, I'm Um, sure they would if they could. (laughs) Why why didn't Dorian kill Hitler? <laughs> um, if you were a vampire, would you go back in time and <laughs> eat, eat baby Hitler? <laughs> Which vampires can do, sure. Yeah. But yeah, so this this book has this weird morality system, right? Where yes. vampires mm. Let me, like, stop me if I didn't understand it right. But vampires go for people who are fundamentally evil. Like, the first person Dorian kills is, he says, this guy was a serial killer and rapist. Yeah. I think it was just rapist, but... Yeah. Yeah. So that's, like, a thing that makes your blood evil or whatever. And why do vampires only kill evil people? Energy. I don't, because they don't seem to like it, is the thing. Because in that first scene where he's like, kidnaps Sophia and he's like, hang on, we gotta make a pit stop. I've, I've smelt somebody. Yeah. Um, I have to go and do some murdering. I mean, it's not just that they, because they like it, but it's, it's betrayed as this is because they're like a fundamental part of the ecosystem that exists to eat bad people. And the reason why crimes are going up. Crime rates um, are going up. Oh, it's because vampires aren't eating people anymore, <laughs> and the ecosystem is all out of whack because you know too too much prey, not enough predator. So mm-hmm. Do you know what's Do you know what's interesting is that even in this book where they talk about crime going up because vampires aren't eating people who are fundamentally unchangeably evil, they still mm-hmm. put in the fact like, oh yeah, so we've had to do more policing, and in my head I'm like. Hmm. <laughs> Maybe that's why crime's gone up. Um. Yeah. Because <laughs> I mean, this book. I'm not. I don't think that that's what the author was intending to do with that statement at all. I don't think that 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 even went noticed. But like the rest of the book is very like. It's weird because it's sort of critical of power structures, but only a little bit. Yeah. Not really. Right. Like it's, it's... like it's like these are some crooked cops. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, it still seems to make the point. Like, there's, you know, when they're in the... Actually, let's backtrack a little. Mm-hmm. So there's that scene earlier when um, they want to prove whether the what Dorian says about the vampires is true or not, right? Like, where they yeah. want to prove if they actually have a sense for evil. 
So they meet with Bryce's old friend from the FBI or from the cops. Yeah. yeah, I think it was a cop, like right, a commissioner Jim? Or something. Yeah, they meet up with him. They have some classic banter because they go <laughs> way back. I Damn. think that they were boyfriends. <laughs> Maybe. Okay. Cop, cop sure. boyfriends. Cop boyfriends. Yeah. Is it, is it is it progressive to have your cop boyfriend? <laughs> <laughs> this is my FBI boyfriend. He's gay. Uh, the head of the FBI is gay. Oh my god! I I never believe we get to this point. You know. <laughs> yeah. Um, progressive. <laughs> so they meet up with this guy, and he's like, "Here's a bunch of people. Not all of them are guilty." And mm-hmm. you, Dorian, were gonna have to figure out. Yes. And then he just basically aces it, and then they find out that actually, like, they test the weapons or whatever. It turns out, hey, he was right. He found the guilty guy. Yeah, he's fundamentally evil. Yeah. He's fundamentally Which is, evil. I want to know what crimes do vampires consider to be fundamentally evil? Because well, is this it is, the thing. is it murder and 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 rape, or is it like, is it tax evasion? <laughs> Or is it yes. is it tax evasion or is it like stealing baby formula? Do you, do yeah. you know? Is it, like uh, what? Downloading uh, songs from LimeWire. <laughs> is it like some fundamental nature of evil intentions? If you're killing someone because you're protecting someone, is that evil? Or is it not tainted your energies? Are drug crimes evil? What about And the crime rates thing is so fucked up too now that I think yes. about it because that that makes it makes that makes no sense. Like it 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 only works the crime rates would only go like up in the absence of vampires or down if vampires were there. It would only work if we assumed that all killers were like serial killers, right? Or it's yeah. the same. Because, like, every time, like, the vampires, like, find out someone is evil, it turns out that they've already done the act, right? Like, yeah. This guy is a rapist, or this guy is a murderer. Or the guard who has child pornography on his Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Really there's random, a... like dropped in there. God, I forgot about a... that part. Yeah, there's a part earlier where one of the security guards at the facility turns out to like gets attacked by one of the vampires, and then they find out that he has child pornography on his computer. Yeah, and then and then they were like with intent to distribute, as if that would uh, like <laughs> make a difference in this situation. <laughs> <Maybe they're> <laughs> but it's like, like I don't, I just don't get if they can like prevent crimes because if they did that would be fucked up right like if they killed someone before he was going to commit a murderer because that's like not a crime to think about killing someone it's like minority report pre-crime stuff you know mm-hmm. yeah Which... when you it's just profiling it's just like yeah. profiling but by smell <laughs> but like, yeah, that's being like up. well your vibes like, are off so i'm gonna eat you <laughs> if we accept that that's fucked up but if we don't accept that like if we just say they can only like if if we accept that they can prevent crimes because they detect the fundamental evil of human nature, that's like a pretty fucked up system where you just like kill people preemptively before they do a crime, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But on the other yeah. hand, if we if we say okay, they only kill people who have already done justice, then they're then they're not like about lowering crime rates. They're basically just executioners. They just yeah. free up jail space, basically. 
Well, here's a quote from Jim, uh, who says, I'm sure you're aware that even if this works out, the government won't let you and your pals run around killing whomever you please like you did in your heyday. But your alleged skill sets could bring some stability to this dumpster fire we've been trying to put out for years. Everyone, even vampires, could benefit. If you do have this specified predation thing, whatever you call it, we could pinpoint certain cases for rehabilitation before they even harm anyone. So, in this um, case, vampires can sense people's evil before they commit a crime, but then what about them as evil? Dorian frowned. That won't work. There is no way to cure a human of their darkness. <laughs> and then Bryce uh-huh. says, leave that to the therapist, Sonny. Bryce is right. <laughs> Uh-huh. In this well, there, in this instance. There is a thing where Lyra does push back against this idea all the time, and Bryce does as well, but it's like never clear by the end of the book whether it's true that people are just yeah. naturally evil. Yeah. Yeah, it's not um, thoroughly examined. Because <laughs> Lyra says way. people could struggle with their darkness, but no one was beyond help. Dorian might believe that, but he didn't know everything. I knew that if this project succeeded, he could be proven wrong. So this is setting up like a conflict, which I don't know if that happens in the later books, but I guess the conflict is Maybe. set up as are people fundamentally evil? But Whether also from, from what I gasp about or grasp about the books uh, just by like quickly glancing on their Goodreads pages is that the later books are going to be more like interdimensional stuff and going yeah. through the... Uh, immortal plane so I think that it's entirely possible that this crime rate stuff is just done with this book which is very funny (laughs) to me it is just very weird like knockoff minority report so I I don't know it's just because she she says the thing where she's like well maybe there is a room for vampires in this world because we could have them you know feed on people who are criminals that have been you know gone through the court system and it's like what the famously objective US court system yeah that's like the other part because and this ties into the other elephant in the room these elephants are like boyfriends (laughs) 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 they're They're trying to like making a heart Um. (laughs) because this ties into the other elephant in because there's this entire thing that the vampires are being starved one of the conditions yes. like the, the nice even the nice people even the the good guys like Bryce just think it's perfectly fine that they are being starved in the facility and then like late towards the book before we learn about concentration camps and that and the gas chambers before that thing there's like this triumphant part where they're doing a party all the humans and vampires <laughs> together and the humans they, they're excited <laughs> because they get to drink other things that are not water. Still no alcohol because that's not allowed. But, you know, other things. Punch. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, Lyra, like, glances around and sees that the vampires are drinking wine. And then she looks closer and sees that it's not actually alcohol. It's, like, darker. It's different. And then she figures out it was blood. And it turns out <laughs> mm-hmm. it's... The, the the criminals that they caught were drained, I guess, of their blood. <laughs> and By whom? Yeah, who did that? No explanation <laughs> to it. They just received blood from Jim as a thank you, mm-hmm. like the, the cop guy, from convicted criminals. And she's like feeling a little weird about it. But then it says, I eventually settled on feeling happily horrified about their little snack. <laughs> 
if our vampire team had to drink blood, at least it was from convicted criminals who had been through the justice system. Oh. Oh. <laughs> what a statement. Um, I think it's, uh, first of all, I think it's really funny she calls it a little snack. But um, <laughs> second of all, I think, first of all, okay, because I don't think it's explained in this whether or not vampires kill people. Because in it depends yeah. on your vampire myth. Vampires either drink people's blood and they die, or they can drink people's blood and like heal them and keep them as a food source if necessary, or like, yeah. like their memory or whatever, come back to it. So did whoever, who procured this blood, did they kill the criminals in question? Because like, mm-hmm. like what a way to die. I, <laughs> yeah. And also like, either even way, in it's... the US, the, the death row process takes 20 yeah. years. Mm-hmm. So, so either they're like some sort of death penalty, but it doesn't happen through like electrocution or whatever, but through them being bled out. <laughs> that's not humane. I mean, obviously none of it is ever humane, but like that's really fucked that's up. really fucked up. But if not, if they're just keep being kept alive, they because it's not just like blood donation stuff, right? Like that would not be enough. Mm-hmm. So it maybe there's like some other way that Jim has drained these convicted criminals who had been through the justice system <laughs> <laughs> of their blood. Have you ever seen Daybreakers? No. Um, it sounds familiar. I don't know. It's a very dumb movie, but it's like about vampire society with the vampires just won and they just took over. And all the humans are in this like, they keep like a bunch of humans alive in like a big thing where they just like keep them alive, but like bleed them constantly. Um, okay. And that's See, just but... what I'm, I'm imagining. But in that, in Daybreakers, is it framed as something that's fucked up? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See, in well, this, yeah. it's, oh, a little snack. Yeah, a little snacky-wacky. She just smiles and settles. Oh, it's fine. She's like, oh, they got the munchies. My boyfriend eats drained criminal. <laughs> but the, like, the other possibility is also fucked up if the vampires are just being starved in this yeah. military faculty. Mm-hmm. And this is the thing, right, because... At the end, she finds out that they're going to move them to this, like, housing complex. And she's like, oh, how nice for them. That sounds lovely. All these nice houses with sheds. Oh, look, the sheds have a sort of AC system in them. That's weird. Sheds don't only have AC. And then she realizes it's for gas. And it's like... So the thing is here, she has a a problem with the vampires being moved somewhere to be imprisoned and then killed. But she is has been imprisoning them and starving them for six weeks, which could, and Dorian admitted to her that that could kill them. I just can't believe that Bella (laughs) went there. (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) Bella, what the fuck? It's that bit at the end where she finds all those dossiers about which gas is going to be most Uh, effective to use. It's, uh, I just, I... I, I can imagine being like, oh, why don't we go shoot all of them? Yeah, that would be, you know, maybe we'll kill them. But using gas specifically is just incredibly fucked up. Like, there were already, like, the uncomfortable illusions in yes. the camp yeah. where they were kept before. But yeah. she just went fully there. <laughs> but it's like, the thing is, though, you have, you have, um, 
I keep wanting to call her Sophia. You have Lyra, who has this massive problem with them going there, which obviously, it's... Yeah, yeah. obviously. But, like, she's been doing the same thing to them for, mm-hmm. for weeks. Well, to be fair to Lyra, she had <laughs> slight concerns when she saw that these <laughs> vampires are being starved for weeks or months at this point, and that the children, like, even the children have to drink their parents' blood but even them are like starving out and she's she she's having like mild concerns she's she she's thinking about well this is not very nice everyone deserves a little snack (laughs) yeah and she starts thinking you know bryce is my friend he's a good guy i might you know if this mission goes successful i will go into his bureau and have a little chat if we can improve the horrible conditions under which our basically prisoners are kept just slightly <laughs> that they're not fucking starved. Yeah. And this is but this is a thought she has like 250 pages into the book. <laughs> well, they're happy before. They're having a great time. They're they having love being in cages. Yeah. And it's like they have the it's like when she, that's the scene I mentioned earlier with Hank where she goes to see the vampire quarters and it's like bare, the barest prison cells you could imagine and like metal bunks but like no bedding really uh-huh. and she's like this is unfriendly and it's like uh-huh. <laughs> it's cruel and unusual torture I think you'll find but like yeah unfriendly is one word for that why can't the bureau just provide them with like I don't know. Even if it is going to be a horrible camp, can't they have, like, beds? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Bryce is meant to be a nice guy. Can't he get them, like, some supplies that make it less, like, a horror show? They don't seem to think about it very often, because when they're on the Amish mission, like, there's the bit where, like, Lyra and um, her brother Zach get one of the uh, cops to go out and get them some food and then they start tucking into these like nature valley bars or whatever oh and they're god, like oh yeah. my god I'm so hungry and Kane and Dorian are sat on the bed opposite like <laughs> yeah <laughs> like starving yeah and they're like oh sorry can't eat our human food <laughs> sorry sorry oh. it's like implied that if they if they want to or if they have to, they can go to the immortal realm and feed off, like, evil immortal people, which is what they've been doing, mostly. So why can't they just let them do that? <laughs> I mean, I guess it's because they want them to be really weak for when they yeah. kill them. <laughs> yeah. Which, I guess that makes sense plot-wise, but, like, you'd expect the good characters, hashtag, uh, good, to be more concerned, I think. Mm-hmm. And I think this, how do I put it? I think this, uh, the, the part that is the most disturbing to me about this book is this weird middle ground it's on. Because mm. we talked about how, you know, Shade of Vampire had a ton of fucked up implications. And that book, like, didn't think about them at all. No. And this one is on this weird middle ground of, well, uh-huh. Lyra, like, thinks about how maybe we should improve their conditions. But still, like, Bryce is supposed to be the good guy. Uh, and it also takes you really long to think about it. So it's like the book knows that this is bad, but also doesn't seem to quite grasp how bad it is. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. The, same, the same thing with the gas chamber stuff. Like, so this this can't be not intentional, right? 
I don't see how it. I don't can't think there's be. anything else in the public. Like you think gas chambers. I mean, how do you think? How how would anyone think? <laughs> Bella. <laughs> Bella, Bella, how would Miss you Forrest. Think this is Miss Forrest, real person, <laughs> real human Bella Forrest, who wrote all these books. How, how would this be a good idea? How would this be okay to just do in your book? Especially since this is like we said, this is a more competently written book. So uh-huh. I expect a little more. <laughs> I expect to just not fucking. Put reference the Holocaust yeah, with vampires. Literal poison <laughs> yeah. gas chambers into your vampire romance book. <laughs> God. <laughs> and the, and even then, like it stopped by w- with an action scene. With like the way the Holocaust is prevented here is Bella goes to fetches her brother and Gina, her brother's girlfriend, uh, and Bryce, the captain who was overseeing the other prison camp where the vampires were starved, but who's a good guy, and Scottish. <laughs> and like, she grabs all these people, shows them the dossiers she took from the headquarters or whatever, or from her, her uncle, and they're like horrified. <laughs> But they've so they been in like this a... camp where the vampires have been starved. Yeah, they do a reverse Nuremberg defense. They're like, we're going to stop following orders, but only for this. <laughs> Before it was fine, but this is a step too Before far. Before it was fine. And then they go do... into this faculty, and then there's a big action scene when they, where they help, and the vampires like kill all the evil guards who are now evil because these military people, the previous military people, were only starving out their prisoners, but these ones were there to fucking put poison gas in or whatever. I guess, but I we don't know if these people knew more than the people at the well, other camp. Why were these the more Im- evil? I don't know. Yeah, the implication is with the dark energy stuff as well. Leading into this is that. The keeping them starving in the camps wasn't evil enough that no. anyone working there had evil. No, only if you have child pornography blood. on your laptop that you're also <laughs> distributing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but this is going back to what you said earlier, Chaz, and just being like, w- at what point is it a crime? Like, is tax evasion a crime? Because you have the situation where um, would say George Bush be considered to have dark energy? You know, would would yeah. would in a because I know that review you read, Janosch, mentioned yeah. a lot of like um, foreign world leaders. Um, but would, say, Donald Trump have evil energy for drone striking people? Uh-huh. I mean, it's, it's very interesting and it feeds, well, yeah, it feeds into that like weird. Um, uh, it's it's something that I think it'll be fun to talk about when we read Going Postal, where they talk about like indirectly killing people by like creating the conditions of their death and whether or not that counts as murder mm-hmm. and that's like part of the plot and the character's sort of journey yeah and yeah um <laughs> just does that count here like what's is the it level the intentions? of personal responsibility would the vampires eat the succession characters <laughs> <laughs> is my main question um are they evil enough? i feel like this is so world breaking too like this whole morality thing 
Well, any betrayal is like an evil betrayal because they're automatically evil or it's like a good betrayal because you'd be able to tell that they were evil because they'd have evil energy so you're never surprised by a betrayal. But does does this mean that you need to never worry about a vampire attacking a human? Because if they do, they're they're evil and then it's Mm -hmm. fine. Mm. Like, Lyra is never gonna be killed by a vampire you don't need to worry about it you know you don't need to but worry then... about zach being killed by a vampire because if he does that's probably because he fucking stole a... a car i don't know but like are there reverse vampires that eat good people hmm? <laughs> that would be good i would enjoy that <laughs> i mean i guess that's what the immortal people that we haven't met or yeah. really know anything about maybe are i they meant to i guess predate vampires possibly but who knows? It'd just be it'd just be funny if, like, in a future book, Lyra like trips on acid or something, and Dorian's like, "Ah, she's evil now. She's done drugs. <laughs> this is a crime. This is this is a class A drug, according to UK legislation." I Time really feel like the whole morality stuff is gonna be like dropped after this, and then it's all just gonna be about the demons in the immortal plane <laughs> in the later yeah. books. Like it's it's I, this weird like postmodern displacement of well these are this is a new kind of vampire they're not evil so we invent a new type of vampire like a vampire stand-in that's evil yeah <laughs> the bad the bad creature yeah. I mean I'm interested to I I don't know because nothing really happens apparently in the next few books but I am interested in where this goes so maybe I'll read like a a far later book yeah mm. I think like I think we one. do need to come back to this series at one point. Yeah. yeah, it's not going to be the next thing we read or even the one we read after that, but I do think it's a good idea to do maybe just check into Dark Thirst, see how much it doesn't yeah. go anywhere, see if there's anything we can talk about. Maybe read a later book, I don't know. Uh, there's another quote that I wanted to read. Um, um, so Lyra finds out that her uncle is evil. and uh-huh, I think you want to talk he... about the same thing I still want to talk <laughs> about, yeah. Yeah, and he wants to kill people, the vampires, which I'm still not sure why they want to kill the vampires. Because in Zack's word, they crippled him. Okay, but like, why did they keep them alive when they could have killed them at the beginning? I guess they did want them to be weak. I guess that kind of makes sense. Well, because he explains at the end, like, if they can get them to a nice encampment, then they can encourage Mm. all the vampires who are still in hiding to come and join them, and then they can gas as Uh, many at the same time as possible. Okay, so that's... Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Um... Okay, um, yeah, so Lyra has this thought, and it made me wonder, my heart gripped in a vise of fear, how many other people in a world with positions of power and influence have been corrupted? How many other cops, captains, senators, people whom we trusted to lead and keep us safe? Which, um, <laughs> assumptions. And then she ends, and how much further would the darkness spread without the vampires to beat it back? Cops, so. captains, senators. <laughs> <laughs> these these are I the people we trust. trust to lead and keep us safe. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is uh, Lyra, it's... age twenty-one. Mm-hmm. Big fan of cops, captains, and senators. You know, she loves senators. Yeah. Yeah. She's <laughs> it takes her. It <laughs> takes her to meet vampires. It takes her to learn about a secret vampire concentration camp to realize that maybe authority figures can be evil (laughs) 
But yeah, even... I mean, she also that she also learns that cops can be evil in a few chapters yeah. ago, which was also a great shock to her. Yeah, because they have the the whole Amish scene, and it turns out that the the cops who were like people going were disappearing in an Amish community, and so they called in like the cops to help, and it turns out that the cops were like picking off people from this Amish community to sell their organs on the black market. <laughs> Which is a wild... It's, I mean, cops are bad, but normally I don't think it's quite that elaborate. But yeah, that's it's just racism. No, but that's, that's the point, right? Like, it's not... It's not a systematic Realistic. failure of the police. No. Yeah. It's, it's a crooked certain cop. evil individuals who want to, like, kidnap kids and sell their organs. Yeah, QAnon. It's real. It is a bit Q. It is kind um, of... I think there was a point where... Uh, Earlier, when they were like, we need to save the children. <laughs> yeah. There's one other line which was about politics that was very short, but I just thought it was funny, which was Lily bravely opened a political discussion with Roxy, and Roxy's tone made her face fall in regret. <laughs> <laughs> which is about how much this sort of engages with politics. Because there's another bit, I'm sure, during the speed. Da- yeah, there's a bit during the like speed dating thing where she's talking to. It's either Thoth or Rome. Um, and he the the question they have to answer is who do you most admire? And he says like my mother, like she did so much for me. Um, she helped raise me, and like obviously my children and stuff. And then he's like, who do you most admire? And she's like, my uncle Ben. He works for the bureau. And then the guy she's talking to gets really quiet. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> like who do you most yeah. admire? Oh, the guy who's keeping you prisoner. <laughs> yeah, that was I think interesting. It's just so cool. Uh, I I just found the quote like found the quote about the corrupt cops thing. Uh, mm-hmm. and okay. like the ties into the whole like systematic thing um this is yeah when they found out that that the cops are the bad guys in the amish village and then she think or the narration says at least we completed our mission we had the evidence we would stop those corrupt cops our government really mm-hmm. did need the vampire's help this would prove it without a doubt and hopefully would save uh-huh. the boy <laughs> So it's like... What if they just ate the entire government? <laughs> yeah, it's like she realizes that these... like the, the, Her reaction to these cops being bad is, oh, good that we're doing a service to the government by exposing these <laughs> few bad eggs. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an individualist thing. And it's this book is like individualist bad guys who are responsible for... Like, the guys who in, in real life are... are awful because of systemic problems and you know individually as well racism is an individual problem too but um and it also does the whole like criminal class thing which is just yeah just baffling (laughs) it's so bad i I hate criminal class narratives so much and this book is like maybe the most egregious example of it i've ever seen and the stuff i like about this book (laughs) but not that (laughs) (laughs) Again, it's something that I'm like, maybe if it was like a more interesting book, it could be like a big theme of, I don't know, like some of these conflicts could be like, and maybe if you chose one (laughs) and then it was like Uh a big exploration of what it would mean. So you could be like, wow, what would you do if there were vampires that didn't want to hurt people, but also they're sort of they need blood to survive and also they want a place to live and so you're keeping them because you don't trust them and it's like oh you could sort of talk about how you try and gain trust with something which you think could kill you at any time and how that would work but (laughs) 
you know, you'd, you'd have to interrogate it a bit more. You can't just thoroughly. throw you can't gas just say chambers at us 50 <laughs> pages before the end of the book. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> God. And they and then have that fought with like a fist fight. Yeah, um, exactly. Because yeah, the, mm-hmm. it's like we're gonna we're gonna punch him, and yeah, we're punch him. Why don't you just punch the Nazis? I think you should also punch Nazis, but I think in this mm-hmm. particular situation, it is you know you need to do a little bit more than that, sis. Uh huh. And there is a whole thing where, like, because half of the vampire community don't trust the people from the beginning, and they're fucking right um, not to. And everyone's like, "Oh, thanks, Dorian, you led us into another mess." And I'm on. I am on this. Side. Yeah, like, because this is always a terrible idea. Mm-hmm. Why would you voluntarily go through this with your children? Yeah, yeah. and like at the, I mean, I, at the beginning and stuff, and Kane's really resentful that they're there. And they none of them trust her and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, mm. yeah, fair enough. <laughs> like they're making points. They're making mm-hmm. some points. Kane's right. Uh, and I want to. I was gonna say I want to <laughs> quickly also talk about like do a quick call out post for uh, Lyra at this point. <laughs> so, okay. This is at the end of the book. Yes. I'm After thinking. the. Um, Gas chamber situation has been resolved <laughs> <laughs> with this fist fight. Uh, yeah, this is after mm-hmm. the um, people in power quote. And then she's like having a talk with uh, Dorian and the vampires. And this is, again, I want, to, I want to stress this. This was after she found out that humans are, uh, were gonna guess the vampires. Just just do complete genocide on them. Just fucking, you know, the worst shit. And also after we've been the whole situation with the prison camp where she was the human, mm-hmm. the person who is, you know, she was in the more powerful position. Like she was basically just there with the other humans and these vampires had to go through all this stuff while being starved to death and also being used by the... I don't know if this is the FBI or whatever, being used by, I guess I call them the FBI, being used by the FBI to hunt, like to basically do missions for them for free with the vague promise that if they behave well, they will be treated better, right? Mm-hmm. Mm. This is the conceit of the book, basically. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> now that we've set this up, <laughs> um, she, she says to Dorian, let me know if there's anything we can do to help. And Dorian says, Mm -hmm. this isn't your fight, Lyra. You've helped us, but do you really think uh, you have some kind of say in this? I couldn't let him speak another sentence. At that look, the horrible collection of emotions I'd been feeling combusted into flames. Adrenaline flooded my limbs. I was so over his arrogance. Like he could just use me and set me aside at whim. My life was ruined now too, as he'd apparently (laughs) forgot. Uh Uh-huh. She's like, I lost my job, and that's just as bad as you almost being genocided by me. Yeah, <laughs> by by my friends and family. Yeah, <laughs> it's. I did hate that. It was just her being like, okay, but you have to, like, do you love me though? And it's like they've got mm-hmm. more. They've got bigger fish to fry. 
<laughs> currently. Like, they have that whole thing at the end where they kiss up against a rock in front of all the others, like, including the guy yeah. who's like wife just left with their vampire babies for the other realm because they didn't feel safe in the human world so you have this like Mm -hmm. newly single father who's like sad and depressed and then you have a bunch of other people who are sad and depressed because they were nearly wiped out um and these two are just making out against a rock in front of everyone (laughs) (laughs) it's like pick your moments (laughs) but lucy they're meant to be they are meant to be but not right then I'm so uh-huh. over his arrogance. My life was ruined too. I'm so over his arrogance. <laughs> I mean, I will say that it probably is kind of stressful to be on the run from your family who was trying to do some genocide. But yeah, obviously it's like definitely worse for them. Yeah. And she should think about what she's saying. Yeah. Because well, you I'm have you have like her whole realization at the end, which is that the bureau is is evil ish she just yeah. doesn't take it to its logical conclusion you know yeah <laughs> she doesn't follow that thread and if she did this might be a good ending and her being like complicit until now and realizing what she was doing was wrong maybe that's a good story but i think i don't know it... i mean it's in it's implied that like her parents maybe knew all along yeah yeah, but she's just it's just like I can't believe Uncle Alan could have done this. Mm. I can't believe my uncle. My uncle? My uncle? My when, uncle. When my uncle wants to commit genocide. <laughs> but it's like what she says is everything I'd believed about the bureau, my life's work was a lie. Uncle Alan's cold, indifferent voice filtering through the air vent filled my mind from the umpteenth time. I felt hollowed out, my internal truth evaporated. I knew nothing about the Bureau at all, and maybe I never had. I felt used. So it's like, Mm. at no point is she like, maybe I also contributed to this. Maybe this arrangement that was happening in the fucking prisoner camp was already bad (laughs) in the first place. You know, yeah. I think she realizes that the bureau is bad, but not that she was complicit in it. Which yeah. is, yeah. No, I and think it's it not would like have to be a better book. <laughs> it's not like yeah. the whole organization was bad, but like just the secret. Like she's like, I I didn't know, but 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 like she she still believes that her section of the of the bureau, like the the part that Bryce commanded, was like still good. It's mm-hmm. just the uh, it's just the you know Ellen who was. The bad one. It's funny because I don't know if you guys saw the Uncle Alan thing coming from a mile off. Oh yeah, obviously. Yeah. Because I was like, I don't know if it's just that it's it's seeded pretty well that he's evil. Or if it's just that I was thinking about it. I don't think there's ever been a good uncle. Uh-huh. You know. In, in, no. in anything. Well, also the vampire's concerns evil. And whenever he's brought up, they're always like... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That guy... <laughs> Um, so yeah, I think they they all knew that he was evil. They could smell it. So he has the darkness. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because I mean, the vampires—they all knew about the torturing thing. So yeah, that was like a big hint from the beginning. <laughs> yeah, she didn't seem to react to that much. She was like, "Torture's yeah, kind of bad," like, oh. but then they keep using the word interrogate. Yeah. <laughs> mm. 
she's always like you know it's pretty fucked up what humans did to vampires but it's because they just didn't really know what they were like what could they have done you know they should have gotten Mm. to know them better but like not knowing them it's understandable like that's what her reaction to humans treating the vampires it's not like you know humans approaching this from a fundamentally wrong angle but it's more like well they just didn't get to know them they didn't sit down and do speed dating yeah they weren't like what if they're nicer what if they're nice and therefore it's wrong to kill them yeah (laughs) (laughs) you get a free pass on the genocide just remembering a part from earlier where she was also like i i've we're making a big step in uh in human vampire allegiance you know this is gonna change everything like after i don't know the first mission i think and it's all because of me it's all because i gave dorian a chance (laughs) Mm -hmm. like she's such a i guess yeah i feel like i'm not sure if colonialist is the right point but she's like she has such a savior thing about her relationship with the vampires yeah i mean her whole character reads is incredibly like white in in this yeah (laughs) Like, with the whole cops thing, her being like, these are the people we trust, which is a reflection of the author's beliefs, whoever the author is. Bella. (laughs) Bella Forrest. Yeah, Um, sorry, I don't know why I'm doubting. Yeah, I was going to say, and you mentioned it, Lucy, was that it it does seem very similar. Even if it's a bit, it is similar to the, like, Harley Merlin stuff, where it is like, wow, being in the military is so cool and, like, ethically good. Yeah. And actually, you love it. And isn't it cool that we can have a strong female character who's a woman and also in the military? Hell yeah. Girl boss. Girl boss. They are quite similar in that, I think. I, I do wonder, because the writing in this isn't that dissimilar to Harley Merlin. But I think... Hmm. Hmm. But I think the thing this, is, Harley Merlin yeah. has like 20 books. So I feel like whoever wrote those is busy enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're gonna have true. to like yeah. look up at the timelines of both releases but i feel like i don't know like both of these series are still ongoing like the newest Darklight book came out in august i don't know, i wonder if they have like one of the better ones do like the first books in the series and then the rest of them are done by like not as expensive ghost i doubt you know? it because i think even because i think that's more hassle than it would be worth like Cause, and then also, how do you yeah. like quantify that in terms of hiring a ghostwriter? Do you, do you put out cost. like a Craigslist ad for like cheap, shitty ghostwriter? Yeah. <laughs> well, you get like one who are less less experienced, and so you can pay them less. Potentially. Um, I, I think like it's more likely, likely that they just use the same one for each individual series. I, I would say maybe for Shade of Vampire that they have multiple, definitely have multiple yeah. people working on that one because mm. it's too long. Yeah, I feel like there's a good chance that Shade was is done by several people, but I feel like for their main series, it's probably less of a they're hiring ghostwriters and more of a, these authors uh, basically like this is their best chance to get their fiction published. Yeah, you can submit yeah. a story to the Bella Forest Publishing Company and they will give it a title and a cover to make it look like a yeah. best-selling young adult fantasy series yeah i wonder how much they pay i am really curious um 
How do we? It'd be so interesting to know about like the ghost writing world, yeah. you know? Because mm-hmm. it's so secret, and I'm just like, can't you just tell me? Because I really want to know. Like, <laughs> yeah. Because um, I was thinking the other week, like when we were looking into Shade of Vampire, and we found out about um, Deborah Forrest. Or was that Harley Merlin? Mm. That was Harley Merlin when we found out about Deborah Forrest yeah. being the photo for the books. And it's just like the impulse to just reach out to her and be like, hey, do you know if someone's using your photo? Is this you? <laughs> yeah. It's real. Please, tell me. I, I just want to know. I have questions. Because I want to so do, yeah, do an author do you, interview like... with, with Bella Forrest. Like, hey, what are your thoughts on um, the... <laughs> prison industrial complex <laughs> mm-hmm. I wonder if you can what just like politics? if you need to like submit a finished fiction and they're gonna do it or like how do you do ghostwriter resumes right like do you have mm-hmm. a ghostwriting portfolio I don't, I don't know. know maybe if we hmm, maybe if we reverse this maybe if we act like we're Bella Forrest and then we look for ghostwriters um, instead okay. of trying to f- Maybe trying to find instead, like instead of trying to find Beryl Forrest, we can look for ghostwriters and see if they have listed like previous works. Yeah, mm. I I found a forum thread about Bella Forrest that's come across like the same thoughts that we yeah. had, being like, "What do you think?" And everyone's like, "Yeah, there's probably like a billion people." Someone's like, "Everyone is Bella Forrest. We are all Bella Forrest." Yeah, but it <laughs> ends at that point, right? Which is the conclusion yeah. we all, we already had, like in our first Bella episode. Yeah, but it's very funny. It's very likely, but I just apparently... just want to know the details of of how these. I know, get which made. I'm trying to see if anyone knows anything. How can I um, write for Bella Forest? That's the question. Imagine yeah. if we co-wrote a story. For... It would be so good. I'm obsessed with I'm obsessed with her in an interview claiming it took her a year and a half to finalize the concept of the first shade of vampire book. Which... What concept? <laughs> vampire island surrounded really by sharks. Funny. Mm. Oh, I'm just clipping my mic. I'm sorry. Okay, but let's like... actually. I'm I'm interested by this idea of mm-hmm. um, us writing our own Bella Forest book. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm. God, I just wonder, like, because we're already two hours into this episode, but I wonder yeah. if we shouldn't do. If you shouldn't like next week's episode, just try to like pitch our own Bella Forest book. That's that sounds really fun because I already have ideas. Okay, um, <laughs> let's let's put a pin into that. Mm-hmm. Uh, because yeah, I think I think that could be interesting. Yeah, like what's the formula? Mm-hmm. We can discuss that. I yeah. want to discuss it now, but we shouldn't. But oh my gosh, <laughs> interesting! Yeah. A project. Just reading someone someone's writing about like ghostwriting and whether or not she would ghostwrite and she was like, I should I learned of dozens of best selling indie authors can't produce books fast enough to game the Amazon algorithms. So these writers started hiring ghostwriters to produce more books so the writer had time to write more books too. So it's possible that some of them are Bella Forest. Yeah, and I think that's shade. Yeah. But mm-hmm. all of them? I even maybe all of them it depends if they are all that length she might have had some people write a few installations but installments rather mm. but like 
it was her first one on the website the only merch that they sell is shade of vampire merchandise it's the yep. worst written of all the series which just like to me mm. smacks of this is the original one because you wouldn't take on a ghostwriter who wrote like that <laughs> i wouldn't <laughs> no <laughs> so That's i think true. i think that shade of vampire is bella forest yeah yeah we gotta we gotta put together a timeline of all her books in release order and find find out at which point they start becoming like impossible Mm -hmm. to to be Mm. done by one person yeah because i'm 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 like halfway through reading the girl who dared to think as well Mm -hmm. which is another one of hers um and it's also completely different and i would say better than any of the ones that we've read so far yeah Partly because okay. dystopian fiction lends itself to criticizing authoritarian structures, um, so it's kind of hard to write a dystopian fiction without criticizing the the <laughs> hey. systems in place. <laughs> but, Speaking um, of dystopian fiction, <laughs> yeah, are we ready to do the gender game next? Uh, yeah, yeah, gender games, gendered games. What's on the gender? <laughs> <laughs> this is our gender reveal party. <laughs> <laughs> obsessed with anything about Bella Forest because apparently she's like the most she's made like the most money out of yeah. this sort of self-published she's Amazon out of best like basically anyone mm. yeah so you'd think that people would have done like some serious journalistic investigation um, but there isn't anything as far as I can find there it is does. It's, th- that's why this is so fascinating to me right because it's like it's an entire yeah. world out of you know people are reading these people are writing reviews of these mm-hmm. these book books exist right like it's it's those you kind can of buy books physical that copy. yeah you can buy physical copies of them but it's 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 those kind of kinds of books where you scroll through amazon and you you're like well i'm sure this book doesn't actually exist like right nobody buys them yeah <laughs> they're just there but they are like we have read Several of them, several of them at this point. It's just there, uh, but no, and it it is weird. And a lot of people are noticing things about, like, we're not the first people noticing things about them. Uh-huh. A- and they're yeah. still, it's still, like, not thoroughly investigated. So uh, we're going to have to, folks, dear patrons, mm-hmm. <laughs> we're going to have to keep talking about Bella Forest. I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, I just, I found this thing on her website's Frequently Asked Questions, which is very funny. Um, one of them is, um, uh, which spot in Cancun am I most likely to bump into a vampire of the shade? Uh, and the, the answer is, for your safety, Bella, I cannot reveal that. Um, <laughs> and then another is, is there a family for the, a family tree for the Novak family? And she said, yes, you can get it here. And so here is the Novak family tree. <laughs> Which has so many names on it. I mean, there's a, if you um, look at the list of the Shade books, there's going to be the third, like the first series is the Derek and Sophia. Holy mm. shit, these people are. Holy shit, this is advanced. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> Wait, where's Derek on this? He's like in the second row. Oh, yeah. That's the fucked oh, up so thing So they about have it. lots yeah. of children then, huh? Because yeah. I was going to well, say there's a future... Series like the first seven books are Derek and Sophia story. Then it's like someone else, and then it's like the Shade of Novak books, um, I have where it's to, like um, all new generation of Novaks, right? I 
Unfortunately, just looking at this family tree, this does confirm that Lucas has children with not one, but two women. <laughs> yeah, I know. Interesting. <laughs> Good to know. This family tree um, is so disturbing, though, because this shows that Derek and Sophia are not only going to get kids, which we expected, but those children will get children, and those children will get children. Like, we're like at least one. Two, three, three, four generations Five into even, I think. Derek and Sophia's future. But like Derek and Sophia took place in present day. They had cell phones. How? <laughs> That's such a good point. Oh my God. So the, 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 the latest ones with the great, 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 great grandkitties, are they set in the future? Do they travel back in the past? <laughs> They might. Don't they do. create like an alternate universe that they go into or something at some point? I read that in the book description. Um, I love these normal names as well. This is very good. I enjoy uh, Viola, Phoenix, Caspian, Harper, Chantel, Blaze, <laughs> Kaya, Yelena, Benedict, Yona, Sophia, Sophia, but spelt different. Um, River. This guy's named Blaze. I know a guy this named Blaze. Field. I think I've known two people in my life named Blaze. Lucas calls his son, wait, is that his son or the one his daughter marries? They're Avril and Heron, which is um, oh, pretty Av- cool. Mrs. Levine, this is Heron. <laughs> All of this happened after the release of Chicago, the movie. Uh-huh. <laughs> this motherfucker's called Tagus. <laughs> his, his first name's Khan, second name Tagus. <laughs> 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 All right. I'm. Do we have anything else okay. to say about Dark Light? Oh, I... we probably should. No. I mean, no, no. There is nothing else to say apart from pretty wild. Yeah. Um, apart from what the fuck? I. So we said this book is better, but I still wouldn't recommend to our listeners to read it. There's better books you can find, especially since I know we have listeners who don't even read Terry Pratchett, so read those instead. <laughs> How are we going forward? So I think so we need to do... I'm... Next yeah? week, I would like to do investigative work and also us pitch our yes. very own Bella Forest novel. That I would like to see great. if we can figure out how to do that and get in contact with Bella Forest. Yes. Okay, so do we are we doing a collaborative pitch or are we all coming to the table with oh, our that's own also pitch good. that we then work from? I think we can come to the table with our own pitches, but I think we should work together to form yes. a single pitch. Like we I bring in our so. own ideas. We we bring in our own this is a trope that would work. We got to we got to cater to a young adult fantasy genre. We it's got to be marketable, you know. Yeah. Mm, yeah. No, I think we can all okay. bring in one pitch and then we decide on one and then we develop it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, that I have a good. very, I have a very funny idea. So. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. This is really exciting. Uh, and I guess, I guess we can figure out the rest. Like, what book? We'll probably. I think it makes sense to do gender game next, but. Oh yeah. You know, it's this. It's another four hundred page book. Yeah, so it'll take me about a day. Yeah. And a half, <laughs> I think. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think it's good that we do this, our own Bella novel first. So. We don't have to prepare that much reading for that. Yeah, this is so exciting. I'm very excited about this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you 
for listening to this episode of L Space. Um, and thank you for donating to our Patreon. Thank you. Very, thank you. Very generous and kind, and I hope it's worth yeah. it. Um, We're gonna start I putting even more work into this, apparently. <laughs> I just think it's very funny to put a lot of effort into a thing that maybe yeah. five people are listening to. But, but it's but you know that's how small audience we are. is a good audience. Yeah, you know, we create audiences because um, we're artists. Um, <laughs> so thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week or on the main episode. Yes, yeah. see you on the top of the pyramid. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Bye. Bye.